Are you ready to listen to a podcast? The worst of the High FM Morning Show podcast. Now you can start listening. I have an horrific story on the way about an airline employee and how this airline employee made fun of a five-year-old girl. I have some audio of the mother here. The gate agent started mocking my child's name, laughing, pointing at me and my daughter, um, talking to other employees. So I turned around and just said like, hey, I can hear you. So if I can hear you, my daughter can too. Like I'd appreciate if you just stop. Oh, I need to know what the name is. I'd like your take on it because... I'd like to give you my feedback. It's just, You haven't heard about this story? Right, I read the headline. You something did. Something about getting... Everyone was getting shamed for this. Everybody's but I getting shamed. the story, so I don't okay. know what the girl's name is. Brilliant. It is on the way. On the way, go. This is High FM. You all right? Yes, fine. And you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good. Lovely. Uh, this is Robin Banks. That's me over here. And George Ryland is there. Yes. Right there. Uh, when you host Christmas dinner, even if everyone brings something, oh, here's a little something, here's some pudding, you're still going to wind up on the hook for buying a lot of food. Having just done Thanksgiving, yes, it not only takes days, but it's also actually really expensive. So is this move tacky or is it genius? There's a lady in England she posted on some parents website a few days ago about her mother-in-law charging for Christmas dinner this year charging your own family though and she wants about 10 reals per person from everybody now it's not because she feels like she should be paid for the cooking she's charging because she's getting takeaway which is more expensive what so is that fair or is that ridiculous um, I mean, in a way, I guess it's fair because you're forking out a lot. But then why don't you just all sit around and ship in? Why does it have to be such a big thing? If you listening, if the first thing you thought of is, <gasps> she's charging the family, then you're going to be horrified, right? But on the other side, if you're seeing it as, sure, she's sharing costs, that's what it is, then there's no issue. But then, right, <laughs> yeah. if you're charging me, so if that was my mother-in-law, yeah. am I still obliged to turn up? Robin Banks and George Ryland Weekday mornings Walk up in the park On High FM Banks here and Ryland's over there This is the mother of the five-year-old Who was shamed The gate agent started mocking my child's name Laughing, pointing at me and my daughter um, Talking to other employees So I turned around and just said like Hey, I can hear you So if I can hear you, my daughter can too Like I'd appreciate if you just stop that woman's name is Tracy Redford. Not her name. All right. And earlier, uh, last month, she was flying home on Southwest Airlines. Right. And she had a five-year-old daughter with her. Okay. And her daughter's name is Absity. What? Absity. Absity. Yeah. Is that the whole first name? That's the whole first that's name. one name. That's what they were laughing about. That's how, it's, that's how it's pronounced, George. Right. What am I missing here? You're missing the way it's spelled. How do you, you think share? Absity is spelled? Absity. Yeah. A B C I T Y. Yeah, you would think that, wouldn't you? Because that's the way it's pronounced. It's not spelled like that. Okay. It is spelled. I'm going to write this down as yeah. you say it out. Absity. Yep. Is spelled A B A B C C D D E E. 
Absidy. Oh, come on. That's the way it's spelled. And when the gate agent at Southwest saw that name, she started laughing, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. And telling her co-workers. You can't she, call your kid that. She even took a picture of Absidy's boarding pass. Is that even legal as a name? And posted it on her social media. You can name your kid anything you want. Oh, that's a bit bad. You? There is a five-year-old at the end of this. Yes. That's not fair. Uh, Tracy complains. That's the kind of thing... You do later with your friends in <laughs> and, private. And, and now Southwest have offered a quote sincere apology to the family. Now, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because on one hand, you really shouldn't mock a little kid if they've got a strange name that on the other hand laugh at. you really shouldn't do that to a little kid no, and send them off into the world that is the thing and you have a responsibility as a parent to choose a name that your kid is not going to be ripped on later in its life and the, the parents had to know that that would happen when they picked that stupid name Absidy A-B-C-D-E Look stupid written for their down. Child. Sounds stupid as a name. I'm just glad my little girl VWXYZ hasn't flown southwest yet. Hold it now. Yo, pump up the jam, pump it up, up, up. This is oh. Make My Day. Robin Banks and George Ryland. Oh yeah. The worst of a high FM morning show. Hi FM, Banks here, and Ryan's over there. Hello. Hello, good morning to you. Uh, we have a gig. We're bringing Michael McIntyre down, and he's a comedian, on the 24th of April next year, playing at the OCEC. For one night only. You can get your tickets at ifmradio.com forward slash comedy. But George, I haven't heard of Michael McIntyre. So why would I buy a ticket, Robin? So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Persuade me. Here is Michael McIntyre. We don't want for much, man. As long as we can have access to one drawer. That's all we really need, one drawer. <laughs> The man drawer. This isn't a drawer that we will earmark early on. A drawer will become available. We will tentatively inquire as to its usage. Darling, are you going to be using this drawer? No, can I have it? Can I have it? This will be my man drawer. And that's our little zone in the house. I remember your man drawer. <laughs> George got a man drawer. got a man drawer. Everybody. Some people have two or more. And we fill it with things that we think we need. There will be light bulbs in this drawer. If a light bulb goes in the home, man will check his drawer for stock. Let me see. If I have that light bulb in stock at the moment, there will be batteries of indeterminate life scattered through the mandrel. When the battery runs out, we don't throw it away. We're too lazy for that. Just fling it at the mandrel. That's so true. So true. So true. I did that the other day. And then you wonder why there's no batteries. And for some reason you always shake it. Like that's going to tell you whether or not it's still full. There'll be instructions for appliances we don't even own anymore. That'll be in the mandrel. Sometimes wedging it shut. Have you ever looked for an instruction manual and you've gone to your mandrel but it's actually fallen behind your mandrel your mandrel's so full it's gone behind it's fallen down no I'm too OCD for that foreign currency that's a huge part of my mandrel sometimes not even in circulation anymore we just can't throw money away if France ever relinquish the euro and go back to the franc come to me highfmradio.com forward slash comedy to see Michael McIntyre next April OCEC podcast it's High FM. Banks and Ryland here. Alicia Silverstone said her son never gets sick because he's a vegan. Which is awesome, isn't it? Does he ever get happy? Because it's been a good five seconds since the rest of us had a reminder of exactly why we hate those stuck-up Hollywood types. And a list of America's most sinful cities is out. And New York has dropped off the list. Really? And Washington, D.C. is number one. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you guess President Trump's role in that. Wow, what are you 
Wake up with Robin and George. Wanna wake up. Hi FM. Forbes has just put out its annual list of the world's highest paid TV hosts. Oh, I bet there's a lot of noughts in this. Right, let's go. Let's go with the top five, right? Okay. Who, so name a couple of TV hosts and I'll tell you whether they're in there. Well, I imagine they're going to be mainly American because that's yes, the big market. They are all American. Have we got our very own Ryan Seacrest? Ryan Seacrest is in there. Oh, what number did he at get? Number four. Do you reckon he can let me 10 reals? $74 million. <laughs> Oh, that's so much money. Oprah Winfrey, she's Oprah. got to be in there. Is she number one? Oprah's not in there. Then right. I'd be so worried I've if I was in. in the top five because she's coming for you. So who else do you Ellen think? Ellen DeGeneres? Ellen DeGeneres is in there at number two. Number two? $87.5 million. Oh, think, think, who else? Who else is on telly? Anyone else. You're definitely not going to get the number one. 100% you're not going to get the number one. Tell me them. Right, number five, Steve Harvey. Number four, Seacrest. Number three, Dr. Phil McGraw. Dr. Phil? Dr. Phil. I do like Dr. Phil. Uh, number two, Ellen. Lover. And number one, Judge Judy. Shut up. I swear to you. Shut up. Judge, Judge Judy. Judy. With an estimated $146 million haul over the past 12 months. But it's... I know. And it... That if it sounds ridiculous but, to you, it is... Let's go! Robin Banks and George Ryland. On wake up. Weekday mornings. On High FM. Something I've never thought about before. Oh, all right. Time him, by the way. Yes. Time check. Standard. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Insert time here. I've never wanted to be, and I doubt very much that I ever would be, Ooh. Santa. Oh, right, okay. I was asked to be Santa a couple of days ago. Here? Here, in Oman, yeah. Ah, uh, by who? Uh, Uncle Nuno? No, no, not Uncle Nuno. I'm not saying, because it'll put pressure on me. Right. But Have you decided yet? I said, well, work out the time that you need me, and I'll see if I can work it in. There's a part of me that would love to be Santa. Would you? Yes. Okay. I, I think well, it'd be you, brilliant. Let me give you some knowledge. It did a survey of Santas. Santas get sneezed on up to ten times a day. Yeah, but you'd have the suit a on. third of all Santas. You wouldn't you? get through to you reported you a child well. having had an accident oh god yeah but no these are no no these are older children these are like seven eight year olds this is fine they're not gonna have an you accident you want to guarantee that because i don't uh, no i'm all safe here i think so 90 percent had their beards pulled every day to see if it was real right yeah i think most the beard had pulling. real beards <laughs> did they yes oh wow and nearly half said the children also tried to pull their glasses off. They're quite violent. They are. I've seen a lot of violent kids around Santa. So just let me know who it was that's asked. I'm and not. I will tell them. I am absolutely will. So, Lobna, good morning to you, by the way. It's a yes from Robin. It's not a yes. Absolute I, I, yes. I need to know what time it is. All day, every day, weekends. When he's finished here, we'll send him along. And then I'll see if it fits in my diary. It will. This is High FM. Yes, it is. We have an apology to make. Yeah, I'm just done. Because one of our esteemed colleagues... (laughs) I wouldn't say esteemed, actually, myself. been telling our listeners to go elsewhere. We'd never do that. Chris Burks at 4.34 yesterday... 
um, half an hour into his show, replied to this person on WhatsApp and said, try Merge, your lovely ABC game. And that's it. Hello. 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 Hi there. It's Robin Banks and George Ryland. Good morning to you. Um, uh, Who are we speaking to? Dude, we are calling with an apology, okay? Because, (laughs) mate, uh, you were having a WhatsApp conversation with Chris Burks yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he told you to try merge your love the ABC game. Yeah. Yeah, that's just not right. What a thing to do. And you've got children there as well. Yeah. So basically, (laughs) dude, it's not funny, right? We're taking this seriously, and this is a serious apology that we, on behalf of High FM... Especially Chris Burks. You know, owned by OHI. If Ehab hears about this, then... I mean, we're going to try and sweep it under the carpet. (laughs) We are. If he does find out. That's why he's on the next flight home. Yeah. He is. So, um, you... Oh, oh, what's... Daddy! <laughs> Who's that? He's like, get off the phone, pay me attention! Having a banana. Oh, right. <laughs> Put your kid on the phone. Hello. Hello. These are the guys that you hear on the radio every day in the morning. Is it Tom? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi. It's it Merge. I love them. <laughs> right, listen, dude, you messaged him with a complaint and, you know, Chris Burks did not deal with it too well. Right. It's not appropriate as a response. Would you like to just tell us what the complaint is? The tacky-tacky songs in the morning and stuff like that just gets to your nerves. And you don't like the tacky Tacky song. Earworms. Right, okay. So, That's an apology from us. What yeah. should we do? Well, I think we should play a song for you to make up for the fact that you don't like DJ Snake and Tacky Tacky and also the way Chris Burks treated you yesterday. Heartfelt apologies for okay. FM. I, I yeah. honestly have no, no, no grudges again. No, listen. Well, you should. Yeah, take this further. <laughs> we are sorry. We're so sorry. We're so sorry. Chris Burks will never do it again, probably, because he won't be here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look what song it is! You're welcome! Thank you, goodbye! Bye. This is the worst, the very, very worst of the High FM Morning Show. This here is some great info if you have children or maybe an undying appetite for plastic, I guess. A new study in the Journal of Pediatrics and Child Care, George, that's a read. looked at how long it takes the human body to pass a Lego if you swallow one. And this is the lovely thing about there being no problems in the world anymore and all diseases curable. The researchers didn't use any fancy tricks to figure it out. Six doctors just volunteered to swallow one. You kind of think of doctors are super intelligent, don't you? But then they're swallowing Lego. Specifically one of those little yellow heads that go on the Lego people that you get. Oh, right. I thought you were talking about a Lego brick. Well, this is the part of the story because they didn't do an actual Lego brick. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be pleasant to swallow a Lego person's head, but a brick's a whole different story. The rough part of this was that they each had to monitor their own movements. Oh, I see why you picked this story. And sift through it to Classic see if... Classic Robin. They passed it yet. So, how long does it take? Well, obviously it varied a little bit, but on average, they found it takes 1.7 days to pass a Lego. 
And why did we need to know this? Because if you have children, it's it's good to know, isn't it? Because if they swallow a Lego. But, I mean, it's going to come out when it comes out. How long it took a doctor isn't going to make any difference. Why didn't they just ask a parent that's already parent in listening? Situation? <laughs> yeah, could have done that, like, couldn't they? People have been through this. And also, they only did it with these Lego heads, which you said earlier are round. That's cheating for me. But it is, because... Like if you stood on a Lego head, out. No, yeah, but If it's you fine. stand on a Lego brick... And there's always the possibility of choking on a Lego brick if you swallow that as well. Quite a real possibility, I presume. Anyway, uh, we at High FM, me and George say, obviously, don't try this at home. This is the worst of the High FM morning show. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. This is High FM, Oman's number one hit music station. I've, what? I've got a joke. Well, but you don't interrupt me a bit. You do for a joke. About the radio station. Yeah, you do. With a gag. Everyone knows. You want to tell me the gag? Look at your car radio that says it, High maybe, FM. Maybe we should go and get Cosi so you can have an audience here with your gag. Would you like that? So you can look at me with the dead stare. <laughs> See if yeah, he gets why it. Not? See if he gets it. All right, let me go and get Cosi from Howard. Right. Give him a laugh. He'll need it yeah. after reviewing the papers. It's quite a build up now. No pressure at all. Oh, is he coming straight away? Yeah, he's coming straight away. Here he comes. Is he coming? <laughs> he's getting up from his chair. Oh no, to lock the door. <laughs> it's just a joke. One minute. One minute. He says he'll come One in minute. a bit. Okay. All right. Oh, look, oh look. he's coming, he's coming next. Ah. Oh, this is a mess. <laughs> Here we go, right. Okay. It's Cosi from Allah. Right, let's make this right, quick, I, not a story a joke. joke. A joke, Please. George has a joke uh, for you. It's not the time for a joke, but it's not <laughs> Great audience. <laughs> Gosh. Right, yeah. so. Here we go. Four engineers get in a car, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. The car won't start. Mm-hmm. The mechanical engineer says it's a broken starter. The electrical engineer says dead battery. The chemical engineer says impurities in the gasoline. The IT engineer says, how about we all get out and then get back in again? <laughs> Have you rebooted? <laughs> I knew you'd look at me like that. Oh, thanks guys. <laughs> oh, I love IT. Mm. Yeah. Oh. What's happened? <laughs> It was a joke. <laughs> what is the joke? Well, she just said it. I did. Oh, yeah. I reboot it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is awkward, isn't it? No. Yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> you are funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's got <Cosi> from <laughs> Robin Banks and George Ryland. Weekday mornings. High FM. Do I need sad music for this? Yes, you do. Sad music. The bed. saddest music. The saddest. Yes. Well, we have used this before. That's the only one I got. There's some bad times happening at the moment in the UK. Yeah, Brexit. I mean, there's that. Sure. What else though? Well, I keep seeing horrible stories flicking up on my news group. The youth in the UK. I'm glad I'm here. Worse. Worse than that. Worse than that. I don't know. Put me out of my misery, please. People opened the first door of their celebrations <laughs> advent calendar. And do you know what they got? Do you know what they got? Uh, listen, I read this, okay? And I would have been joyful if I had one of those calendars because that's my favourite. I would have been a bit like, oh, that's not a great start to the month. Really? I'd expect that more along the 10th of really? December. You see, I don't get that. I really don't. I love bounty chocolates. But it's always the one left in the tin. It's not. Not with me around. <laughs> I love bounty chocolates. Well, a lot of people just wanted to to cancel the whole thing. Just I cancel know. Christmas. I read this. Because this... under the first door, 
their advent calendar was a little bounty. A bounty, which is brilliant. I mm. love bounties. I'd start. It's not the way to start December. Shall we have? Let's do a quick poll. Yeah. Okay. I think let's we do a poll right now. Who just got yes or no? Right. Yes, I like bounties. Or no, I don't like bounties. Would right. it ruin your entire month? Let's see which way Oman goes. I think it's quite obvious. Me too. <laughs> Robin Banks and George Ryland. Now that I'm this is High FM. It's High FM. Morning. Robin Banks. Yep. Can't hear you very well. Oh, she needs a hearing test. No, I don't need a hearing <laughs> test. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> Can't start talking to your parents. Hello! Newfangled phones! Talk about newfangled, though. Right. None of these listening devices, they freak me out a bit. You've got your Alexa, Siri, yeah. Bixby, whatever it be. It's, it basically, it, you are inviting somebody in to spy on what you're saying. And I don't want to talk to a machine. And there's loads now about artificial intelligence, going to be the end of us, etc. Yeah, yeah. And there's... <laughs> oof! In the next couple of years, right. these listening devices are going to be able to predict whether a relationship is on the rocks. Oh, I could predict that straight away. Alexa, look for holidays. <laughs> Bad idea. Bad idea, George. Waste of money. Three billion human lives ended. The survivors of the nuclear fire called the war Judgment Day. They lived only to face a new nightmare. The war against the machines. Ty FM, Banks here runs over there. And Oman has spoken, and they don't like bounties. That is exactly what I predicted. There's a load of love for bounties, but the majority of people, I would say, uh, that's uh, WhatsApped in, 80%, 75%, 80% said, no, don't like bounties. It's and no way to start December. So, uh, yeah, I love bounties. What would a strong start have been in that advent calendar? Oh, I think like a Mars. No, Personally, sh- the best way for me to start December would be a Malteser a Mal- oh god Malteser or a Mars bar no way yeah bounty for me there should be like a special advent <laughs> calendar for people like you <laughs> oh I'd love that ruining everyone else's I Christmas I would love that I really would I met big yeah. fan of the show oh really on Thursday okay yes <laughs> so we've got to say happy birthday oh it's not a birthday as well is it yeah to uh, Anas whose actual birthday it is today hang on what's her name Anas Anas yeah got him on the, got him on the Insta <laughs> That's a very nice happy birthday, birthday yada, yada, yada. Anus. What we do need to know, though, yeah. is where he gets his cake from. Because he had a birthday cake and he brought some over to us. Right. It was really good. Anus brought you some birthday cake. Yeah, it was good cake. Okay. At first I was like, oh, listen to cake. Can I just ask a question? Yeah. Where, where did you meet Anus? Trader Vicks. Trader Vicks? Yes. All right. So I don't know if it was a cake that they'd made. Right. Or if it was a cake that they brought there. But okay. genuinely, that's the best cake I've had in three years. Best cake from Anus? Chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> What? What? <laughs> oh no! It writes itself! Oh, fantastic! What? <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. I've definitely missed something here. Annas has given you some chocolate cake. Yeah, I'm done now. Happy birthday, Annas! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Annas! Oh, I never work with children or animals. Oh, get up, get up. Don't hit snooze anymore. Robin Banks. I understand you're pretty funny as a DJ. And George Ryland. I don't know what happened to me. I used to be fun. <laughs> get up. Hi, FM. Would you give up social media to never get sick again? How sick? <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking? Oh, flu? Yeah, mm. flu, a little cough. Having to be in bed, bedridden, let's say. I don't want that. 29% said they would give up social media never to get is sick again. Is that it? Everyone else is I quite may. happy to be bedridden. That's a lot. What is wrong with humans? Uh, what about coffee and tea? Caffeine. 
would you give up caffeine never to get sick again? Yeah, of course, yeah. 29% said yes, which I think is is low for that one. That's insanely low. And 100% of respondents would give up listening to this radio show. Of course you would. (laughs) It's the very worst of High FM's morning show. What you missed! This is High FM. Yes, it is. That's me over here. I'm George Riley. Good morning. Good morning to you. If you need to get out of something... Are you talking about something like a box? (laughs) A situation. Right. Something you don't want to do, something you need to get away with. Do you want to put me in that situation now and I'll try and get out of it and then you tell me if I'm doing it right or wrong? Yeah, so you can be the man. Okay. You tell me how you'd get out of it, what your excuse would be, and then I'll tell you what his (laughs) was. Oh, here we go. Come on then. (laughs) If they're the same, I will give you everything in my wallet. Okay. It's about six reals. I'm not going to That's all right. Okay, that's like a lot resting on this. That's like a Starbucks. A man had to go to court. Mistaken cell phone identity. Basically, he got pulled because he was on his phone while driving. Okay, right. Well, I don't do that. This is a hypothetical situation. Right, okay. I'm if there. you did do that, yeah. and you were Jason Stiber, you want to get out of the $300 distracted driving ticket. Okay. What is your excuse? My excuse would be there's somebody dying. It's an emergency somebody dying and my whoever's dying their last wish was to call me I'm on my way to the hospital where they're dying but they're going to go before I get there so they call me to tell me their dying words and I had to take that phone call well, that escalated fast didn't it <laughs> no that's not what Jason went with it wasn't a cell phone it was a hash brown from McDonald's <laughs> that he was eating and the nice officer completely got the situation wrong that's it was a house brown that's great did he get away with it no of course no, he right. didn't <laughs> why have you got the hash brown to your ear then hello little hash brown <laughs> I was testing to see how hot it is and I put it up to my earlobe because that's the most sensitive place on my body John an even worse one try me again okay there's a football club right this is Ballybrack FC oh are they in Ireland that they are oh yeah they didn't want to play a game so what did they do to get out of it? They went to the pub. No. That's what they do in Ireland. They went to the dark side. But what did they do? What did they do? Okay, right. Let's have a think about that. Let's play a couple of songs and come back. All right. What did the Irish football team do to not play a game because they didn't want to play football? The dark side. It's on the way, George. Robin Banks and George Ryland. Wake up on High FM. Banks here, Ryan's over there. Morning. Morning to you. Have you had a think? I have. So uh, what did the Irish football team do? This is not a joke, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) An Irishman and No. What did they do to get out of playing a football game because they didn't want to play? So we're talking the LSL, which is... The uh, Leinster Soccer League. Senior League. Oh, nearly. Nearly, nearly. I'm from Ireland, by the way. I was born in Kilkenny, which is in Leinster. So what did the club do? I I can't. So they they didn't go to the pub. They called the opposition and said, look, we've not got a team. No, sadly, they didn't. In hindsight, mistakes were made. They pretended that their pitch was burned down. No, worse. You said earlier that they went to the dark side. Yeah, they really did. So is this something to do... Perhaps with Star Wars. What? It is, isn't it? What, Dark Side? No. Oh, nothing to do with Star Wars? No. All right. All right, I have no idea. What did they do, the Irish football team, to get out of playing a game? They announced... Yeah. 
the sad death <gasps> no. of one of their players due to a car crash the day before. They don't, even please, don't tell me. put a death notice in the local paper don't. offering their heartfelt condolences no, no, to his no. family. He did, he wasn't the player, dead. Spanish-born player Fernando Nuno La Fuenta. <laughs> Nice. He wasn't dead. It wasn't that nice when he found out online they'd killed him off oh, to get out of a football oh, match. Imagine how many people oh had to agree to that course of action. <laughs> That's one person. You Ah, Paddy, what do we do? <laughs> we should phone the paper. I will now. <laughs> This'll be fine. Good morning. Good morning. You're listening to the worst of Robin Banks and George Ryland. Hi FM. This is High FM. Yes. No. What? Normal voice. Yes, that is my normal voice. Is it? Yeah, it's just I, it? I put on this voice for the radio. Okay. But my normal voice, when I'm like ordering a Burger King. One Whopper, please. One Whopper for the serial killer, please. <laughs> one Whopper. Thank you. Okay. Extra sauce. Hard to transition from that, so I'm just going to straight in there. Ouch. That awkward moment when you accidentally declare yourself a terrorist and no longer go on holiday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially put a travel ban on yourself. How, uh, how? This is a guy, John Stevenson. He's 70 years old. Yeah. He's never been in trouble in his life. Okay. He wanted for his Christmas holes <laughs> yeah. to go to the States. Right. So he went online yeah. and filled out the Esther online form. Which you got to do before. Which visa form to go yeah. into the United States. Right. However, it was a bit of a... <laughs> nightmare when he was doing you know when things keep crashing oh before yeah, you know it yeah, you tick yeah. the yes box on are oh, you a terrorist <laughs> 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 right so now oh god they've got him down as a terrorist so he's thrown them up and said what happens oh, and they looked up me. the number and said well but you're a no, terrorist he says you've said that you are yeah no you're definitely a terrorist <laughs> because you said you are the computer says you're a terrorist. Goodbye. And I was like, well, prove you're not a terrorist. I um, um, uh, um There's nothing in my backpack. Nothing like a staycation job, <laughs> is there? <laughs> Robin Banks and George Ryland. Good morning on High FM. Michael McIntyre is a comedian and he is playing live here next year, April 24th. If you haven't get Oh, God. <laughs> ah, it's one of those days, yeah. isn't it? Take two. If you haven't got your tickets yet, be a good idea to get on and get them. I reckon this is going to sell out quite soon. HiFMRadio.com forward slash comedy. And speaking of tickets selling, they are selling really, really fast. Hence, I think they're going to sell out soon. Hundreds of tickets are sold so far. Right, in this folder called Michael McIntyre Clips, there's Flying, Google Earth, Long Sighted, oh. Short Sighted, Google Earth. I like Google Earth. <laughs> you just gave it away. I particularly like Google Earth. I don't know if you've been on Google Earth. It's amazing. They photographed every road in the whole world. And they put them on Google Earth, on the computer. And you can go there. You just type it in. And you go there. You drag a little man over the map. And you drop him into the road. And then you're there. You can see it. It's really amazing technology. And you sit in front of the computer. And you think, I can go anywhere. Anywhere in the world. Where shall I go? And we all come to the same conclusion. I know exactly what he's going to yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> My house. <laughs> there it is. That's our house on Google Earth. Darling, come and look. Oh my come God. and look. Leave the kids. They're fine in the bath. Come and look. <laughs> <laughs> it's our car. <laughs> 
ifmradio.com forward slash comedy to go see Michael McIntyre when he comes for one night only next year. Right, I've got them ready. Okay. I've got them ready. This is George's Christmas movie review week. Does it need a voiceover? Sure, why not? Oh no! George's Christmas movie review week! I decided for no apparent reason on Monday I would work through my way of Netflix's Christmas offerings. Idiot. I was younger then and full of hope. (laughs) On Monday, oof, I watched Princess Switch. Awful movie. Someone owes me two hours of my time. Yesterday, (gasps) I watched the follow-up to last year's blockbuster (laughs) A Christmas Prince. This was called A Christmas Prince The Royal Wedding and it occurred to me we need some kind of rating system. A bit like Ross and Tomatoes but with a Christmas twist. Nice. I like where you're going with that. So, I would like to be able to give these movies something out of five. Okay. Something Christmassy out of five. What about, George, a ho? Ho, 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 ho. If it's a great movie... (laughs) There you go. There's five five hoes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Five. Five hoes. We can make it work. And then if it's a rubbish one... (laughs) Oh, one and a bit. <laughs> I've got to be really fast. You've got to be able to give them one. Come on. Oh, oh, there you go. Think about it. Netflix Originals Christmas movies. Oh. It's not the best, but we can work with it. A Christmas Prince, The Royal Wedding, as reviewed by George Ryland. I'll tell you right. when to do a hoe. Okay, right. I'm waiting. Have you not got the idea yet? No. It's beyond awful. <laughs> right, so we no don't hose. even... No hose. The only redeeming feature oh was a very God. nice inflatable Santa at the end. I <laughs> oh, can't wait for today's. What's today's? Christmas in Harrison's. I've never even heard of it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're laughing, Santa. Everybody get Robin Banks and George Ryland. And if I do that... And... Oh, there you go. Yeah? Yes. Yes. This is High FM. Snoop Dogg. We should be more like him. Why? Because he looks good. No. Be careful. Be very careful. (laughs) Very, very careful. Because a lot of the audience is thinking one thing. That he's a bit like a cartoon of a person now? Like a bad child's drawing? I don't think that is it. Okay. But it might be. But I do think, self-confidence-wise, we have a thing or two to learn I think I know what you're going to say. His speech. This is amazing. Yeah. Oh, this is amazing. He finally, and I'm surprised it took him this long. I I don't know what the requirements are for... A star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He's finally got one. Some people seem to have had one forever, and some people that you think would have done, yeah. only just getting them, including Snoop Dogg. Dog. And you think, my God, he hasn't had one. Considering he was famous before he even brought out his first album. He was amazing. His <laughs> acceptance and speech. Brilliant, this is. I mean, you could call it a thank you speech, because he is thanking, just not anyone else. <clears throat> I want to thank me. For doing all this hard work. Oh, dude, you've got to do it in Snoop Dogg's accent. I can't. I don't actually even know what that yeah. is. No, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not doing that. Uh, let's do posh English, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I would like to thank me for doing all this hard work. That's great. I want to thank 
me for having no days off. This is word for word. I want to thank me for never quitting. But brilliant, this is great. I want to thank me for always being a giver. It's true. Trying to give more than I receive. It's brilliant. I want to thank me. This is what he did. For trying to do more right than wrong. I want to thank me. Me. <laughs> for just being me. That's just great. At all times. That's well done, Snoop Dogg. And we should well learn done. from that. That is an unshakable confidence. And it's not cocky because he backs it up. Possibly not with dress sense. Other not-so-cool stations would give you a best-of show right now. Yeah, not us. This is the worst of the High FM morning show. Wake me up. I feel like we're in a really bad episode of a soap where the cliffhanger was actually just the highlights from the next show. Yeah. At the top of the hour, we did uh, uh, what we usually do was like the hook and tease. Here's what I've got. Here's what you've got. And I mean, there's two things wrong with it. Number one, visual stuff. Yeah. Have you seen the cow? Yeah. That's massive. I thought when I first came across that picture, when I floated down, I thought somebody had photoshopped. It looks like he's been photoshopped. It's a massive, massive cow. So technically he's a steer. So he's going to be a bit bigger, but not that. Big and it's just dwarfing over all the other. There's cows. only a little bit in it between him and the biggest ever recorded. I mean, this cow's massive. Absolute result for him though. So yeah. he's standing. <laughs> it is a six result. Six foot yeah. four inches. He weighs one thousand four hundred kilograms. That's big. It saved his life because he can't get through the door to the slaughterhouse. So they're keeping him. Yeah, they have to. <laughs> they have to there's nothing else they can do. I have to say, though, oh, I don't know who tried to get him through that door, because I wouldn't pretend. <laughs> yeah, we'll get Whoa. behind that. And also, the video that I thought you might not have seen. Oh. The first time hang glider. There's two things on this. But this is the first time hang glider that he wasn't strapped on. So the instructor forgot to strap, strap him, him on. on. But oh, also... Wow. Yeah. He does seem to go with it. Like, he's determined to get that right. He's, he's doing it. on to anything. Yeah. But there's yeah. definitely a point where he could have just let go and he'd been on the ground. And also, the video was... You could see the video, and it goes on for about three and a half minutes. Yeah. And it, the instructor's trying to find a safe place to land. <laughs> get like, off just me! Just ditch that thing! Right? Do you think that's a setup for views? I think he could have been a pro or... It's a bit of an own goal he, for your industry, isn't it? He could be a stuntman, maybe. And he's just doing it to get views. But how many people is that going to put off? It doesn't matter, does it? He's getting it? views. It's all about the likes and views, George. Please don't forget to clip me on. I woke up, I woke up this morning. This is the worst of the High FM morning show. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Thanks, sir. Ryan's over there. Morning. Morning to you. Stephen Hillenberg. Who? Stephen Hillenberg. Who's that? He's the creator of SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, he just passed, didn't he? He passed away, yeah, he's died. And he was, he was only 57 years old. Is that all? Yeah. Oh, that's young. Here's the funeral announcement. Steven Hillenberg, the creator of SpongeBob SquarePants, has died. His service will be held in the Bikini Bottom at the Krusty Krab. He will be buried at sea in a coffin shaped like a pineapple. Paul Bears include Gary, Mrs. Puff, Squidward, Sandy, and Mr. Krabs. The eulogy will be given by Patrick Starr, and SpongeBob will blow bubbles shaped like angels in his honor. Reporting from the funeral of the creator of SpongeBob SquarePants, I'm Nick L. Odeon. It's what he would have wanted. Yeah. Have you ever seen SpongeBob? Honestly, no. No, me neither. <laughs> Hopefully that was funny for SpongeBob SquarePants fans. I feel like there was a lot of references in there. What, what, what they want from me, what they want from me. The worst of High FM's morning show. Woo! Only on High FM.
This is High FM. Banks here, Ryan's over there, and I've forgotten what you said you had coming up. I've got a lovely quote. A quote. Can you guess who from? Is it from President Trump? That's right. How did I guess that? (laughs) (laughs) This is a tweet from someone called John Harwood. Who is John Harwood? Just a random? He's uh, someone to do climate change. Right, okay. Says Trump at G20 on climate change. Here we go. I'm not going to put the country out of business. When you look at China, they have not good air that comes over to the US. Fine command of the English language. People don't want to talk about it. We're not going to spend trillions and make it good for others, but not us. That man's running the free world. I know, what? it's crazy, isn't it? What is this not good air? China just wafting it towards the States. <laughs> you can just imagine a bunch of Chinese people like that. Spitefully <laughs> wafting magazines. <laughs> Little bits of cardboard. <laughs> it's the worst of the High FM morning show. This is High FM, this is Banks here, and George Ryan's over there. Morning. I remember when I was a kid going through the house trying to find presents. Wardrobe, top shelf. Wardrobe, Mum and yeah. Dad's room. It was the locked wardrobe, and I remember picking the lock. Oh, we didn't have any locks. And then I'd get through to the presents, and then it was, we had cheap wrapping paper. And when I used to peel the sellotape off, the paper used to rip. So I had to just rip it a little bit to see what it was. Ruined Christmas for myself. Yeah, I got found out doing it. And what happened? I never did it again. <laughs> and some of the stuff got taken away from me. Did Fair you? Enough. Oh yeah. my God. Hiding presents is an art because children are weirdly good at finding them. So please I don't... I think it's just because they've got a lot of time on their hands, isn't they it? They do, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> like, how big is your house? They're going to get there within a month, aren't they? According to this, the most common place where parents are hiding presents this year is the same as every year. Wardrobe? Their wardrobes. <laughs> uh, the rest of the top spots are... Uh, drawers. Drawers, yeah, drawers are in there. Under the beds. What else have you got? Uh, well, also, no, well, yeah, I've hidden presents in the car before. At the grandparents' place. Nice. All right. Make it someone else's problem. I woke up. This is Robin Banks and George Ryland. Go! Yeah, I woke up. High FM.